This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we are here before you on the first Sunday of this new year that you have brought us into. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We are desperate to hear from you. We want to hear from you today. We want to receive of you today. We are excited about the new year. Because you are excited about the new year for us. You have plans to prosper us and not to harm us. You have plans to bring us to an expected end. Concerning, even concerning us for this year. Thank you, Pa. Come reach of us into your hands. Cause us to listen clearly, to pay heed. Come against every form of distraction, every disturbing spirit in this place. We cast you out in Jesus' name. Every spirit of disturbance cast you out in Jesus' name. We speak sanctification to the atmosphere. For the ministering of God's word, for the work of the Holy Spirit, for angelic activity in this place. Minister to your people. Thank you, Father, for what you have in store for us today. We receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. One more time. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. Hallelujah. Let me just keep reading the next couple of verses, few verses also. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, the Lord is near. The Lord is near. His coming is near. Amen. Hallelujah. His presence is near. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So, Look at that. He's, he first commands them to, to rejoice and then, then he tells them, do not be anxious. I told you, rejoicing is the absence of anxiety and fear and worry. Man, it's the absence of anxiety and worry and fear. And God does not want you to worry and fear and be anxious this year. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is near. It's all rhyming. <laughs> it's all rhyming this morning. Hallelujah. Man. And the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Peace of God. The peace of God. Say the peace of God. I like some of these phrases. The peace of... The peace of? Not the peace of any man. But the peace of? Do you know that God is at peace? Is at absolute peace. Nothing can disturb God. God wants to give you that peace. He wants to give you that peace. I don't know how many of you desire to have a peaceful year. Now we usually, when we bless, yeah, you must decide to have a peaceful year. Now we, must, we must pray for a peaceful year. And the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
I, I feel that we're going to be here for a long time. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Make your dwelling. Make your abode. Dwell on those things. Think. Ponder on those things. Meditate on those things. Discuss those things. Remember those things. God wants to give you good memories. You heard that this morning. It's a prophetic word for you. He wants you to have good memories this year. And reflect on the year with a, a smiling face. Hallelujah. Let your mind dwell on these things. Now we're at the start of the year when the, when the pastor announces that this is the year of rejoicing. 2022 is the year of rejoicing. I don't know what is going on in your head. And I would like to ask you personally, I mean, how do you feel about it? What do you think about it? What do you think about when the pastor announces or proclaims to you? Yes, 2022 is the year of rejoicing, great rejoicing. Uh, I, I don't know, it can be different for each of you. So for some of you, it can seem like, uh, uh, that is just one of those fancy things that the pastor, pastor says. It's a fancy thing that pastors are used to saying fancy things. For some of you, it may, it may trigger a, a sort of a wishful thinking that everything is going to be all right this year. The pastor said, so, so everything is going to be all right this year because you are rejoicing. God wants you to receive it the way it is to be received. It's very important so that you, you not end the year with regrets. And we normally think about the year at the end of the year. We must think about the year at the start of the year. Now, when, when you enter into this new year, I hope you do not expect that the new year will bring you something special. I like that silence. <laughs> this guy is playing with our minds. I hope you're not expecting that, okay, this new year is going to bring you something special. You know, when the Spirit of God declared over you and this church that this year is the year of rejoicing, you must understand that it is an instruction as much as it is a promise. It's a promise. Yes, it is a promise. No doubt about it. It's a promise of, of God concerning this year for you. But it is an instruction for you also. And the sad thing is when Christians hear something like, okay, this is the year of rejoicing and okay, now let me see how it's going to go. And you don't, you don't do anything about it. You don't, uh, you don't position yourself in such a way that it's going to be the year of rejoicing for you. And you miss out. And at the end of the year, you complain and blame the pastor who gave you the wrong word. Now, when God told us, uh, when God tells us something, the word of the Lord comes to us, it demands our attention. Say attention. It demands our attention. God's word demands our attention. And this is one thing that the, the, as Christians, we must, we must never forget this principle. God's word demands our attention. And you cannot, you cannot listen to God's word. You cannot be exposed to God's word and pay no attention to it. A terrible place to be in. God's word demands your attention. It demands your response. Say response. The Lord said this is the year of rejoicing. It demands your response. It demands your willingness. Say willingness. Willingness. 
it demands that you cherish it say cherish it you must cherish the word of god otherwise it will remain as fancy words and when god told us concerning 2020 that is year of distinction it demanded our response it demanded our expectancy now you all know what happened in 2020 before it came anywhere close to us the lord said this year of distinction so he was preparing us for what was about to come and it is up to us to run with it and to respond to it and to position ourselves in such a way that it is going to be the year of distinction i hope you're getting what i'm saying it demanded your expectancy it demanded you to walk in that awareness that this is the year of distinction it demanded you to hold on to the to the perspective of distinction through the entire year that was difficult come march 2020 and we know we know what happened at least in our land lockdowns and and uh, many months of prophetic silence if i can call it like that church is closing down and what not no i mean it it was crazy but the lord said this is the year of distinction and we had to believe that we had to keep reminding ourselves of that and we have to we had to keep confessing that and sure enough, sure enough it was a year of distinction for us though you those of you who are regular in this church you know what i'm talking about how god kept us in that word of distinction is is praiseworthy and then the last year we got told us the year of greater glory it demanded our response it demanded our willingness it demanded our preparation and our yielding to what he is teaching us you know what some incredible teaching come came our way last year was some incredible teaching that can shape the very personality of yours came our way why because it was a year of glorification it was glorifying his his house greater glory demand our readiness for the things of glory so when this year when god is telling us that this is the year of rejoicing it demands our attention it demands your amen it demands your louder amen it demands your response he demands god demands that you pursue a perspective a revelation of rejoicing a fresh perspective of rejoicing a fresh revelation of rejoicing and joy this is what god wants to give you this year he wants to give you a fresh revelation of joy Amen. christian joy Amen. the old testament saints they sang they prayed restore unto us the joy of salvation it was very precious unto them but to you it has been given you, you need to know what that joy is about and instead of instead of that we are groping in the dark for some joy we are searching all the wrong places for that joy we are going back to the world for some joy some entertainment god wants to assure you blessed assurance jesus is mine you know what it means blessed assurance joy is mine real joy Jesus is real joy. He demands that you treasure this revelation. What rejoicing is about, what joy is about. You must treasure it. Now I've 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 uh, 
think I've taught you this or I've mentioned this to you, I'm sure. That when God tells us something about our future, you know what God is doing? You know what he's doing? He's inviting us into a partnership after making his offer. So when he says, I will bless you and I'll make you a blessing. That was God's offer to Abraham. And it was God's invitation to Abraham to partner with him. So when God tells you that this year of rejoicing, it is God's offer for you this year. I want to make this year an year of rejoicing. Are you ready to partner with me? Are you ready to partner with me? This year of rejoicing. My plan for you this year is that it will be an year of rejoicing. This is my offer for you. But are you willing to respond to it? Are you willing to partner with me on this? Will you embark on this journey with me this year? That it is going to be indeed an year of rejoicing. That happens only when you walk with the Lord. Abraham had to walk with God. The promise would have remained a promise without any fulfillment had he not responded to it by faith. That's right. So this year, the Lord wants you to respond to the promise of God that this is the year of rejoicing, greater rejoicing, great rejoicing and great joy. Receive it as an instruction. As much as you take it as a promise. It's an instruction. Tell your neighbor it's an instruction. It's an instruction. It's an instruction. Rejoice. It's an instruction. It's an instruction. Because God needs your willingness to execute something in your life. Listen to this. Listen to this. God needs your... Yes, he's a, he's a sovereign God. He's a good God. He needs no man's help. He needs no man's help. He needs no man's permission. But he is also a God who will wait to see your willingness. When Jesus went by um, to, the, to the man who was sick for 38 years, if I'm not mistaken, 38 years, lying by the pool of Siloam. You know what? You all, yeah, in Bethesda, right? In Bethesda. Pool of, huh? Uh, near the sheep gate, that's right. The pool in Bethesda, near the sheep gate. Where, I mean, he was waiting at that pool. What was special about the pool? An angel will come and stare the pool. And whoever enters the pool first will get healed. Some of you are like, oh, what a great pool to have. You must know that you are in the pool. <laughs> Always. So the man was outside the pool. And he was hoping that somebody will push him into the pool. Or carry him into the pool when it is being stirred by the angel. How many years? 38 years with the sickness. 38 years. So Jesus came by. Who came by? The healer came by. The healer came by. The man is expecting healing from the pool. But the one who heals is next to him. And Jesus looked at him and looked at his plight. What a pathetic place to be. He can't move. But he is near a pool expecting the angel to do something there. So that, and then he's expecting somebody to carry him into the pool. 
Let's imagine there are hundreds of them waiting to get healed. This is awesome a question, simple question. Are you willing to get healed? Are you willing to get healed? Are you willing to be be made well? Today Christians need to hear this. The church going, hospital going Christians. The Bible believing, prescription following Christians need to hear this question. Are you willing to be made well? So he will not do anything unless you express your willingness concerning what he wants to do in your life. You're rejoicing. But are you willing? Are you willing? Are you willing? God wants to make it an year of rejoicing. Are you willing? Have you expressed your willingness? Your willingness concerning the promise of God. Yes, Lord, I am willing. Do you wish to get well? You got to express your willingness. Yes, he's an omniscient, all-knowing God. He's a sovereign God who needs no man's help, but he needs your willingness. To get your attitude right, that's right. The promise requires that you pay close attention to it. That you look at it in its entirety, it fully. That's right. Look at the Lord fully. The healer was next to him, but he needed to express that, yes, Lord, I'm willing to be made well. So this is not a popular teaching, but what to do, this is the truth. In the kingdom, this is how it works. In the kingdom, your expressed willingness is very important to God. God will move only based on your expressed willingness in your life. Either the silence is disagreement, or the silence is reflecting on it, or the silence is you're not here somewhere else. I hope you are reflecting, you are, you're trying to figure out, okay, now, what is this? Your willingness it matters to God. It matters to the God of the universe. The God of all creation is waiting for your willingness. Now, you're always, see, the thing is, we are always looking at the other person. Why is, why is he having all the blessings? Why is she getting healed? Why is she having that experience? Why is he uh, able to move in the spirit? Why is that person getting promoted? Why is this per person getting blessed? What is that to you? What is that to you? What is that to you? Your willingness. What about your willingness? Are you willing? Are you willing to be used of God? Are you willing to be cleansed? Are you willing to be revived? Are you willing to be joyful this year? Now that explains all those years of toil and struggle. That, ex that explains the lack of progress in a Christian's life. Lack of willingness. Lack of progress equal to? Lack of willingness. Nothing seems to move. Lack of willingness. It's a willingness problem. He wants to fill your ear with rejoicing. Are you willing? Look at that word. Let's look at that verse one more time. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. 
I'm not going to go any fast, okay? I'm going to go very slow because I just really want to dig deep and chew on this. I hope you are going to come with me in this journey. Are you coming with me on this journey? You don't have a choice. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, again I will say, rejoice. Let's split it up. Let's split up that verse. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. What, what do you mean by rejoice? What is rejoice? Rejoice. Leanne, what is rejoice? What do you mean by rejoice? Give it a try. Chrissy, what is rejoice? Karen, what is rejoice? Okay, but make it very simple. What do you mean by the word? What is the meaning of the word rejoice? Danny, rejoice. Huh? Happiness, be happy. Say, be happy. Say, be happy. So the Bible is telling us to be? Be happy. Be glad. Say, be glad. Look at your neighbor and say, be glad. Look at Fabian and say, be glad. Look at Ken and say, be glad. Be cheerful. That was, uh, that's what it means. Be cheerful. Today morning... Today morning, when Nisha was sharing about that widow, poor widow, I, my mind was exploding with revelations. God loves a, a cheerful giver. The Bible, we are having the year of rejoicing. It touches every area of your life. Your worship, your willingness, your giving, your attitude. Be glad, say be glad. Be of good cheer. Be happy. Rejoice means to smile. Say smile. With a smile on your face, say smile. Michael says smile. It means to laugh. Rejoice means to laugh. How I wish the church will be filled with laughter. Laugh. Very important instruction, a relevant instruction. Rejoice. It's a call. It's an instruction to be of good cheer, to smile, to laugh, to celebrate. And how come Christians are forgetful about this? I don't know how Christians can be forgetful about this. This is a fundamental instruction for Christians to rejoice. The church must be full of rejoicing. Full of rejoicing, full of laughter, full of comfort, full of peace. Express your joy. To rejoice means to express your joy. The Lord is speaking to you. Express your joy. Express your joy. You better learn to be expressive. Getting married this year. Say expressive. 
expressive. Your joy must be expressed. Your willingness must be expressed. Rejoice in the Lord. Say in the Lord. So the scripture specifies the type of rejoicing. It is not any kind of rejoicing. You got to rejoice in the Lord. Christians must, must learn to rejoice in the Lord. Not in the world. You must rejoice in the Lord. You must smile when you say that. Rejoice in the Lord. Not the world type of rejoicing, the God type of rejoicing. We just read about the peace of God. Here we are, we are reading about the, the joy of God, the rejoicing of God. The laughter of God. You must know that, that God laughs. Christians must know that the Lord can laugh. He laughs. The Bible talks about it, by the way. The one who sits in heaven laughs. He laughs when he sees the news headlines. You ought to laugh when you see the news headline. Some of you are taking it too serious. Read the newspaper, you go gloomy. Your, your face is drooping. Your jaw hits the ground. You know why? You're not connected to the kind of joy that God has. If you had the joy of the Lord, you will laugh at the headlines. That's what the Bible says. He who sits in heaven laughs. When he sees all the schemings of man, he laughs. When the rulers and the, and the kings, when they scheme together, when they plot together, he is laughing in heaven. God wants you to have that laugh. Heaven laugh. You must learn to laugh. Rejoice in the Lord. It is, it is not a, an ordinary kind of rejoicing. It's a, it's a heavenly rejoicing. Decide to laugh with the laughter of God. You must, you must ask the Lord, Lord, I want to laugh like how you laugh. That's a laughter of faith, a laughter of confidence. It's a laughing God. It's a laughing God. He's full of joy. Jesus is full of joy. That's why he said, ask of me. What do you want? Ask of me. That your joy may be made full. So what kind of an offer is that? He said, ask of me that your joy may be made full. He has got so much of joy within him. He's saying that, ask of me, I can make your joy full. Full measure joy. But we like to sit and sulk and, and droop and, and be gloomy and, and, uh, and crib and complain and murmur. But Jesus said, ask of me, I can make your joy full. They say that's what the Lord wants to do in your life. He does not want you to have a, a long face. He does not want you to have a, a long face. Smile, newly married. Smile. They will smile. You look so beautiful when you smile. So handsome, so charming when you smile. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to... Huh? exaggerate or but I, I flatter you that's the word I was looking at but I really mean it you look very good when you smile you have a charming smile God wants you to keep that smile every single day every single day 
ask of me that your joy may be made full hallelujah is the is is the one who deals in joy is a joy dealer who's a joy dealer jesus is a joy dealer you want joy go to jesus that's why all the party lovers want to hang out with jesus you know that you don't know that right they should read your bible all the party lovers want to hang out with jesus that's why the pharisees and the scribes said look at that even the he, he eats with even the sinners and the tax collectors they had a problem the world had a problem because the sinners of the day wanted to hang out with jesus because they kind of realize this guy has a real joy what we are seeking for in in uh, in bars and brothels and and party houses and dance floors and in movie theaters and concert venues and jesus has something to offer that will stay amen, amen. hallelujah no and i believe the world should have a problem with all the sinners wanting to come to church so some of you don't even can't even handle it church lo see if church was not a cool place you would not have come to church now you are thinking once you are inside the church you are thinking no i don't think my friends will love to come to church that's the problem because the devil wants you to think like that you are not really re- fully realized what is the joy that you are handling if you know that you are dealing with real joy that you are the 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 authorized representative of the joy dealer you will invite everyone you know to church because this is the place where we deal with joy the world was a problem that they are no longer visiting pubs and dance bars and gambling houses and night parties why because they are all coming to church because the church deals with real joy huh fullness of joy that's right now you must have the confidence to invite people to church have the confidence to invite people to church you don't have much time left the lord is near the lord is near invite people to church let the lord deal with them if they want to come if they want to stay let them stay if they are not getting it okay let them leave but invite people to church this year i want you to focus on evangelizing and reaching out god wants you to focus on that he wants you to reach out and 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 push the pull them in snatch them out of fire snatch them out of fire and that only happen if you know what you're dealing in you're dealing in real joy real joy real joy come check out this place our church cool place to be cool musicians and and cool pastor everything about the church is cool why because we are dealing with real joy in this place rejoice in the lord and this year don't try to propagate any other type of joy propagate the real joy propagate the real joy the real joy 
Hallelujah. Because the real joy giver is in you. Rejoice in the Lord, in the Lord, not in the music, not in the fame, not in the money, not in friendship, not in food, not in any of those things. Rejoice in the Lord. You know, I like Pastor Ben's testimony. He started coming to church because the church served good food. And the pastor, pastor's wife gave a, a glass of juice and the taste is still on his, on his tongue. So that's why he decided to come to church. Not this church, okay? I'm talking about the church that he was, was part of. The church is a cool place. Tell your neighbor, the church is a cool place. The gathering of the saints. It's a real deal. A real deal. That's why the food in the, ch- the, in the church tastes better. The bakers in the church, they are the best. I can, I, I'm so proud of my, my bakers. I got a, a bunch of them. They're the best in the, in the business. Hallelujah. The, the, the chefs, the best chefs, the best mus- musicians, the best uh, production uh, engineers. Uh, yeah, we have the best of everything. The church, the church has the best of everything. Because this is the place of real joy. The real joy. If Christ is lifted up, the real joy giver is lifted up, he will draw all men, all the sinners, all the ones who are, who are looking for some joy, some comfort, some delight, they'll all come. You know why? Because Jesus is a real joy giver. It's limitless. Now one thing that I, I pray and I desire to see in this church and I'm, I'm glad that I'm seeing it is that when the music is being played, there's an atmosphere of joy and celebration and rejoicing and I want to see it in, in the faces of my musicians. Angels move when you play the guitar and I'm telling you, I sense it today when you play the guitar. Angels move and they come and listen to your music. It's a place of real joy. That's why, that's why you must choose to hang out in the church more often. Hang out in the church more often. Hang out with your church friends more often. Cook them some food. Invite them for dinner. Abel, invite us for dinner. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the Lord. And it says, always. Say always. Say always. Say always. With a smile on your face, say always. Say always. Say always. Leanne, say always. Say always. You know what always means? Absolutely, always. You can't define it better than that. It means every when. That's what it means. Always means everywhere. Everywhere. Rejoice in the Lord. Everywhere. Rejoicing in the Lord is not a once in a blue moon phenomenon. Now many Christians sadly restrict their access to rejoicing and joy to a Sunday morning experience. That's not God's plan. That's not who our God is. Rejoicing is not a Sunday morning experience alone. 
it must be a 24 into 7 experience every day for a christian for a christian i said for a christian every day every day rejoicing it's not restricted to 2 or 3 hours of of worship then back to gloom and depression you know this is something that that you must hate if if you hear the word depression in the church hate it with a passion it cannot be pray against it it is an anomaly it's not it's not normal it's not normal you have perpetual reason to rejoice because the holy spirit is the well spring of joy is the well spring of joy you must stay connected to the inexhaustible source of joy always stay plugged in that those stars will give light as long as it is plugged in to the source of electricity when that is unplugged or switched off it's it stops shining or flickering so that's how joy is you need to stay plugged in to the inexhaustible source of joy always just live in that zone always rejoicing it does not matter what comes my way it does not matter what i am faced with in life it does not matter it does not matter what are the circumstances that i'm handling this morning it does not matter how things are going on in my life i can still choose to it's a choice say it's a choice it's a choice it's a choice we don't know this that's why as soon as we hear about something in in the periphery of your compound you start to worry you start to be anxious you get so worked up it's not god's plan god wants you to rejoice stay connected say stay connected those who believe in me out of the belly shall proceed rivers of living water not dead water living water bubbling water all the time now people who come close to you must must feel that um that zone that uh, that envelope of joy we heard about the wind of heaven that that envelopes the throne now you must be a person who carries that envelope that wind that aura that's right that halo over you of joy the joy of god the people would want to, to be with you to stick close to you you know i had such experiences i had people who come to me and say i don't know why but i don't want to hang out with them i want to hang out with you this happened in college by the way you know why because you carry the real joy you carry real joy not dealing with any of the pleasures of this world but the pleasure of heaven amen you have a substance not of this world they are all looking for some substance some fix that can give them a high but you have the real deal the substance from heaven the most high so this year if i see any of you wherever it may be whether in church or on the street or in your homes 
with a long face, I'll take your case. Huh? That's right. That also rhymes. I know everything is rhyming. Hallelujah. And again I will say, say again. Again I will say rejoice. Again I will say. Again. When do you repeat statements? Why do you repeat statements? That's right. That's the word. Say the word. To rem- say remind. To remind. Statements are repeated to remind. To remind. Say remind. Tell your neighbor remind. One more time to remind. Reminders are good. Reminders are So Paul by the Spirit is reminding them one more time. Again I will say, I'm going to keep repeating this. To do what? To be of good cheer. To smile. To laugh. So in this church today, I give all of you license to remind each other to smile. Be known as a smiling church. They're all smiling. They're all laughing. But churches must be known like that. Churches must be known like, I'm serious. And I have, I have had people talk about churches like, that's a very grumpy church. That's, that's not go like that. It, 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 it does not, that's not add up. Church is a place to laugh and smile and to be joyful and to celebrate and to uplift. The joy that you have is a contagious joy. And again I will say, Rejoice, give reminders. The purpose of fellowship is to give and take reminders. The purpose of fellowship is to give and take reminders. That's what happens if you stay away from church. You miss out on reminders. Because fellowship, the Bible says, fellowship is to stimulate each other. To love and good deeds. To stimulate. So when you come together, you're stimulating a smile. You're stimulating a laughter. You're stimulating an expression of joy. Now, as musicians, it is sometimes when, when we are in the spirit, we stimulate each other to express in worship. That's why we call it a, it a band. It's not a solo performance. It's a, it's a band. That's what the church is a band. That's the Salvation Army band. That's right. Church, the church, Salvation Army band. You come together, there's harmony. There's harmony. Say, stimulate. Stimulate. Now, you got to be so hard and so disconnected to leave the church the same way you came in. You got to be so hard and so disconnected to leave a church service the same way you came in. Because church is the place where you're reminded. Fellowship is the place where you will, you will hear this. Again, I will say, the pastor will do this. Again, I will say, the, the Bible teacher will say this. Again, I will say, the worship leader will say this. Again, I will say, the Sunday school teacher will say this. Again, I will say. That's the purpose of fellowship. 
Hallelujah. Cherish fellowship. Cherish reminders. Cherish uh, stimulators in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Repeated instructions in love. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. Hallelujah. Continue the rejoicing. Repeat the rejoicing. Don't stop the rejoicing. This Today is fresh. This is the second day of the year. And the word is over your head. The year of rejoicing. What happens a month down the line? What can happen a couple of months down the line? Don't go back to square one. Let this joy increase. The expression of this joy, this celebration increase, this love. Yes, rejoicing can happen only in an environment of love. Rejoicing can happen only in an environment of love. If you're all at enmity with each other, we cannot rejoice. That's why the best place to rejoice is your home. Or when you're with your friends. Why? There's love. There's a, there's a mutual um, love for each other. Cherishing of each other. That's the place that you rejoice. So when you come to church, choose to be, choose to come in love. Choose to come in love. Choose to come with forgiveness and forgiveness. Bearing each other. You want to enjoy worship? Choose, come with this attitude. To bear each other. To forgive each other. To love each other. That's right. When you come to the altar, you must remember, if you have anything to forgive your brother, go back and forgive him. The people who have wonderful experience in worship are the ones who live in forgiveness and in love. Really want to enjoy worship? Simple tip. Walk in forgiveness. Walk in love. Don't hold grudges. Don't hold grudges. You desire to be a, a worship musician. Don't hold grudges. Forgive. Let go. Uphold each other. Uphold each other. Consider the other person better than you. Hallelujah. Say rejoice. Say be glad. Say be of good cheer. Say smile. Say laugh. Always. Say always. And again I say rejoice. This joy is the backbone of your existence. That's what the Bible says. The joy of the Lord is my. The joy is your. The joy of the Lord is your. So if you're feeling wobbly. If your feet is. Your knees are knocking against each other. Your feet are shaking. You know what's the problem? A lack of a little joy. Connect to that inexhaustible source of joy. Amen. That's why most often little children are carefree. They're always joyful. They have no problems expressing. The backbone of your existence is your joy in the Lord. 
your personality the backbone of your personality is your joy in the lord you are known for your joy you can be famous for your joy and that permeates everything that you do as a christian the way you give the way you play music the way you preach the way you do things in church the, the way you bake the way you cook it's all about joy if you're a person of joy that's the best ingredient for for a for a wonderful prosperous successful life that's right you will notice things others won't notice you will have you will be on a path of excellence if you're a person of joy i told you joy is the absence of fear and anxiety and nervousness hallelujah show some spine express joy tell your neighbor show some spine express joy express joy amen be smiling i want listen all the sunday school children listen listen from this day onwards from today onwards i'm going to observe you during your worship i want you to be expressive don't look at each other don't talk to each other don't worry about your parents at the back or your brother your sister don't worry about your pastor in the front you should worry about the pastor what i mean is don't be concerned about all those things just enjoy the presence of god the presence of jesus just saying i was telling my daughter this morning I told her you have a sweet voice jesus loves to hear your sweet voice you must all know that your voices your expressions your smile your dance jesus loves to see it give it to him start now don't wait till you are 25 or 30 start now god wants you to make you worshipers and worship leaders and birthday boy yeah worship worship jesus hallelujah worship jesus give everything that you got to jesus hallelujah rejoice say rejoice Say rejoice. Little rejoice. Hallelujah. Let's give thanks. Thank you Lord. Lord. You are about to do something special in our lives. You want to do something special, something remarkable in this church. Lord, we sense it. We sense it. We don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss it. No 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 we don't want to miss it lord we don't want to miss it help us we pray help us enable us we pray by your grace by the leading of the holy spirit help us we pray that we step into it and we sustain it and we don't lose it at any cost lord may this church be a church of rejoicing true rejoicing true joy those who come to this church must testify that we've experienced true joy the presence of the lord is there and in his presence there is fullness of joy and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore this is what we desire for our church this year 
the world testifying that they're losing audience because the church is alive and well that the world lose audience because the church is alive and well glorify your glorious house glorify your glorious house draw all men unto you lord the joy giver real joy giver lord we have there are people in this in this place facing difficult circumstances they are facing difficulties there are there are people who are facing health problems there are people who are facing financial crisis maybe there are people who are facing relationship issues lord we place it all at the feet of jesus we receive the joy the peace of god the laughter of god the smile of god the composure of god which surpasses all understanding we receive it knowing that you are the god who can fix everything i speak health and healing over your people health and healing health and healing every fiber of our beings lord be cleansed be strengthened be healed in jesus name i speak healing over your people i speak good health over your people divine health manifest today in our midst strength to our bones vitality to our flesh refreshment to our souls purification to our blood strengthening of our limbs and our and our 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 stature in jesus name in jesus name every worrying thought we discard it in jesus mighty name every spirit of poverty we cast you out in jesus mighty name the seer your children will not be in warned god's children will not be in warned god's people will not be in warned we choose to rejoice we choose to rejoice we choose to laugh we smile at our future knowing that you are already there god wants to release expressions of worship expressions of worship expressions of worship fresh expressions of worship heavenly expressions of worship your postures your your body language heavenly rejoicing the sound of heaven's party the, the sound of angelic party angelic celebration make it loud in this place make it loud in this place make it loud in this place we desire we desire for more we desire for more oh hallelujah fill us with your spirit cause us to overflow thank you father for this blessed time that you granted us in your presence let name be glorified in and through our lives even through the rest of this year thank you father let your word be true let god be true and every man a liar but be may god be proved true in our lives in jesus name amen Thank <music> you.
Hello, this is Nisha Dilipkoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.